Welcome to the RuPaul's Drag Race Recap Show for UK vs. the World Season 1, Episode 4, titled Snatch Game. My name's Joe Batant, and I am joined, as always, by two... I don't know why I'm feeling generous today. Amazing co-hosts from the podcast. Bring it to the runway! Please say hello, hello, hello to Christian Ochoa and Robert Mata. Hello, boys. How are you? Hola, como están perras? I'm well. I'm not necessarily thriving, but I am well. Oh, no. What happened? Wait, why aren't you thriving? I got in a car accident, bitch. Oh, you know, Robert, I sent Christian this Instagram video of this little boy, little Mexican boy crying. I don't know if he's Mexican. Some Latino boy Was it George's? I don't know. I don't even know the story. I don't speak Spanish. I don't know what was going on. What, Christian, what was going on in that video? It was just some guy being comforted by their mom. And I was like, was this you when you came up from the accident? And he was like, absolutely not. <laughs> the little Latin boy in drag crying. It was Christian on the side of Highway 99. Yeah. Aww. But he lived. He's fine. Did you see the chiropractor? How's that going? Yeah, I actually just got back from there not too long ago. I feel much better. For Wait, sure. uh, you didn't do that right. <laughs> I caught myself making that reference and then I was like, ah, no, I'm going to like really drag this out and make uh-huh. it as California sounding as possible. Please do, but do it once for the people. Okay, let me give it a go. Okay. Much better. Oh, wow. Not bad. Not you might bad have a all. second career in impressions. That plus the Chewbacca you can do. Oh, yeah. What's the Chewbacca you can do again? You know what? That's not half bad. Well, don't take it too far, bitch. Yeah. I was trying to talk. It's because I have been able to make out words and sentences in that call. So I'm like, okay, let me practice, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of, we also have Robert Mata. Robert, do you prefer Robert Mata or Robert Mata? Which one do you prefer? Uh, I've actually heard all of it, honestly. I don't even. I've asked my parents what it is, and they don't think they know either. What do you uh, mean so they I don't say know? Robert Mata? They don't. Wait, like, wait, wait. No, that doesn't no. make any sense. They just, they just say what they like. Wait, what feel that... like comes to them in the moment. Oh, what, how they? Yeah, how they say it. Yeah, how they pronounce okay. it. It's oh, not okay. like like my sister's name's Ariana, but sometimes she's Ariana. It's like mm-hmm. a similar thing. Like we just don't know for sure. You know, it's funny that you say that. Is. I use a Spanish version sounding of my name, especially when I'm talking to my cousin, to describe myself when I'm being my essential self or me as a child. You know, it's like they used to call me, okay, they used to call me Jojo as a kid, right? But my grandma couldn't say that. She would say Yoyos, okay? Mm-hmm. So often when I'm talking to my cousin, I'll be like, well, of course, little Yoyos Betance had to go see what was going on in the other room. That's the only time I ever say my name in a Spanish uh, way. Wait, uh, is your name just Ho on your birth certificate? Like just J O E? No, it's no, it's not Ho. It's uh, it's Joseph. Oh, Josefa. Yeah. So, is yours Christian? Like no eight, no uh, Christian Guillermo Ochoa oh, with an look H. At her. I'm Christian. My girl. mom said this bitch is gonna come out looking real real white so now she you, need to put the h robert's parents don't know how they say their own name do your parents know how they say their name christian ochoa yeah my mom's maiden name is gonzalez mm-hmm. so if my you were mom Mexican, you know, your name would be christian ochoa gonzalez well my mom only speaks spanish mm-hmm. so everything in the household is in spanish we don't speak english around her 
How old were you when you learned English? In kindergarten, so four years old. Oh, really? Yeah. Do, do you think in Spanish or in English? Both. Oh, interesting. And that's really the trick. You have to think in the language that you're about to speak. Because when I get stuck, if I'm interpreting or something, mm-hmm. translating, yeah. Yeah. I have to think in the language. Uh-huh. Um, if I... Um, there's certain words that I don't even know how to fucking say in English, like, or mm-hmm. certain phrases, because mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know, how would you say this in English? You know, J curves and I are always like going in and out of it, you know? Uh-huh. But you know, we, we again, Robert, what is going on? We still haven't learned what's going on with you. Where, how do you mean? Just like in your life. It's been a while since you've been on here. Oh, you know, I felt like I was on two weeks ago and I wasn't wearing a shirt and I was just straight chilling, multitasking. Speaking of, speaking of, we got a voicemail. (laughs) This Roberto Mata. Joe Batanz, Mr. Afterthought Media, why? But first of all, not him sounding like the male J Curves, but okay. Wait, true. Christian got so excited he unzipped because someone's going to say horrible things about Robert. Here we go. Well, first of all, where's Taylor? You know, yeah, this, this Robert Mata is not really going to do it for us. Well, for me, just giving my opinion, he just seems too dry and vague. He thinks nothing is funny. <laughs> You had to keep asking him about his opinion. It's just, I don't know, something was off. I don't know if he was having a bad day or, I don't know, but where the fuck is Taylor? But other than that, great show, I suppose. Now, usually I would have Robert respond right away, but I could already see Christian gearing up, the wheels turning in his head. Christian, do you want to respond first or? No, I just felt like it was very cryptic and like, it sounds like Jay Curves and I had a baby. Low key. I feel like that's our son or they. That's our they. And, uh, she's very like Roberto Mata. I don't know. I kind of like the voice. Not Where's Christian not defending his friend. Robert, what do you want to say about this? Then I'll give a response. Well, no, I just feel like Robert, the dynamic that day, there was like multiple personalities involved and it's like, we don't know each other. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, and I think Robert is very respectful and doesn't like to speak out of turn. He's not rude like I am. So yeah. that's how I felt about that episode. Sure. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, I really don't give a shit. Like, he can feel whatever type he way feels about me. That's all good. I feel like he was being equally as vague. Like, if you're going to criticize someone, come specific and come real and true. Don't Ooh. say, oh, I feel like he doesn't think shit's funny. Like, I don't think you're funny. And I probably don't have the same sense of humor as you. So get off. Yeah, you're talking to a guy who graduated from Stanford. He can want sources cited. You know, <laughs> MLA format. MLA like, format. I want a whole thesis yeah. and three body paragraphs at the least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's what I'll say. A, I want to talk about the calling on people. This is true. Um, whenever we have, well, whenever we have even one person on, I call on them. But whenever there's two, and I'll show you guys the script. Whenever there's two, you're actually it's listed when you're called on. So it, I, I actually I call on you so things don't get people talking over each other and whatnot. 
So yeah. Robert was just do- playing the dutiful podcaster and waiting for me to call on him. So it's not three different voices talking over each other. Yeah, the, she's just being a good girl. The other thing, and then this is just comes with experience, is Robert was laughing, but he wasn't laughing like, ha, 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 in the microphone. He was just silently laughing because Jay and I don't fucking shut the fuck up. And so and it'll happen today with me and Christian. Christian and I will just be, blah, 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 and Robert, Robert just doesn't laugh into the microphone. But I could, I could, cause I, look, guys, I have been on shows where the person doesn't laugh and my energy changes. So I promise you Robert was laughing. Uh, by the way, not, I know this is weird. I'm defending. I think Robert is fantastic. I think Robert is an amazing natural <laughs> podcaster. Now I'm saying that because I'm going to go right into, you look extra chunty today. What is it? What are you Do doing? Do I? Yes, he it's does. It's the facial hair. It's the facial hair that I started growing in fourth grade and have just mostly shaven off the minute I see it. But this week, I just said, fuck it. My hair isn't flipped in the white boy crew cut way. The The facial hair is laying flat. And I'm wearing a yellow shirt, which always makes me look a little bit more olive Christian, why do you think he looks more chunty today? I think it's also the angle of your camera. Yeah. I even noticed the lighting. it from the beginning. Yeah. You look rounder, so it just makes your face your face look a little bit more Latina. Yeah. All right, I'll take it. He looks I, like it's he's my gonna, standing desk. He looks like he's gonna go make you know masa and the metate right now. <laughs> Honestly, he looks like he's gonna crack a fucking Corona. Like that ass. You look like you're gonna like you're drinking beer. Like, dos, like I want both. I'm gonna take a screenshot because I think legit if you're into that sort of like. If you're down with brown, I think Christian looks really hot. I mean, well, Christian always looks hot, but Robert looks extra hot today. I think I'm gonna send say. it to buy Latin men. I know. <laughs> I'm putting it in the chat room. Um, I wait. Is buy Latin men the one that I've? There's one that I subscribed to before. I can't remember what it is. You and, love Harlem um, hookups. Harlem oh, hookups for Harlem sure. Hookup for Harlem sure. hookups for sure. Definitely now. Harlem hookups. Los dominicanos. Oh, bitch. Ooh. Um. Anyway, this week the queens play the snatch game with a twist, and on the main stage, the category is luck. Be a lady. Bag of chips and blue hydrangea are named the top all stars of the week, leaving the remaining contestants up for elimination. After a lip sync battle for the world, Blue wins the badge and the right to read her lipstick. After some dramatic buildup, Blue pulls the lipstick heard around the world. Pangina heels. Ladies, name two things like about the episode and one thing you did not. Let's start with, hear me calling out our resident loudmouth, Mr. Christian. No, oh, no, 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 no. We're starting. I'm sorry. It's in the script. We're starting with our regular, our today's Chunti, Chunti of the day. Georges. <laughs> Georges' <laughs> his older brother. Yeah. That's who Robert is serving. Yeah. Robert yes. Berta, Berta Mata is serving yeah. Georges' older brother. Horges. Sure. Let's go to, let's go to Horges. Gorgeous work. Um, well, okay, so this is a surprise, I think, because Christian and I have this running joke on our podcast, Bring It to the Runway, that yes. I just despise bag of chips. Okay. And it's sometimes true, but this episode, I thought her snatch game was the best. And I really enjoyed the Annie Wilkes references, even though some of them were a little... Uh, just lifted straight from the script. For the most part, I was laughing along and having a good time, which uh-huh. um, the editing kind of helped. Like, I think did a lot of in post to kind of make it seem that way but uh, that was one thing and the other thing was mo hart's runway mm-hmm. uh was definitely like a, a moment where i was a gay little boy in the club again seeing drag for the first time it felt like i just loved it a simple man with lights just wows me mm-hmm. um but what i didn't like was uh something that's actually been dogging me the whole 
like recent drag race seasons. Christian. Um, and that's like, <laughs> it's Christian. And Christian's dogging on you all the time. Well, that's for sure, but that's just, you know, runs comes with the territory. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I dislike the symbol sound that they use every time there's, we're supposed to as the audience be impressed. Mm-hmm. Like they used it like 500 times on the runway, mm-hmm. like a bad look would lock come out and then they would just do the little symbol thing. And I was just tired of after a certain point, it felt like a tick. Like mm-hmm. just a symbol, 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 symbol. Um, and it kind of reminded me of those monkeys that are like clamoring and clacking in parks. Mm-hmm. And I felt what a parks adult. are you going to? Uh, Central Park, girl. You ever been to New York City? Yeah, but what, in, in 1902, <laughs> <laughs> you never time travel. Get into it. Yeah, I don't know. With a guy with a grinder and the monkey. Yeah. Dancing. Where are you? What is? You throw one gold doubloon and they're like, "Fuck yeah, yeah man, thanks." Yeah. Robert right now is in a war with the man on the flying trapeze. That's what, that's what. <laughs> so, uh, okay, very good. Christian, what about you? First sure, Monique Hart's look. I mean, it was exceptional drag excellence. So larger than life. Um, still costumey, but there were so many references in there that I just lived. And I love the shade she threw about her costume actually lighting up. Mm-hmm. Um, cause it's true. Uh, the dolls don't always rehearse and mm-hmm. that's why rehearsal is important. Um, but other than that, I did also secretly enjoy everyone bottoming that was not on the top. I was like, Ooh, I love it when everyone's in the bottom. You know what I'm saying? I love a good free for all. Here you go, bitch. You know what yeah. I'm saying? <laughs> um, and I mean, I'm just so curious to know who bag of chips voted to go home. Pangina. I can't wait to find out. Do you think so? A hundred percent. You think we'll she said out. Jimbo's revenge? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, I think if sure. they would have had a choice, they wouldn't have sent Pangina home. T. And then also love the judges' looks just being like, <gasps> when they actually sent Pangina home, like, no shit, bitch. Who do you think they were going to send home? She sent Jimbo home. So when they saw that, they said, okay, we're sending home the biggest and the baddest of the competition, just like this bitch is. Then we got to protect ourselves. You know what I'm saying? So we're sending that ho home too. You know what I'm saying? And I'm very sad because Pangina was my favorite queen of the season. Um, so was Jimbo. So for me, it was either one of them too. And, you know, her leaving was so uncomfortable. Like, it really felt uncomfortable to watch. Um, but what I really, really, the one thing I really didn't like about the episode, the Snatch Game format didn't hate it, but I don't think it worked for the Queens. And I don't think it was a strong Snatch Game in general. I wasn't really impressed by anybody. I was just like, uh, what else? You know? Mm, yeah. Um, all right. Well, I'm going to keep it short because we have three people, but like, I was very, very disturbed by Pangina going home. And yes, I've been, mm-hmm. I've been saying for seasons and seasons, you need to send the, why is that person still there? Why is that person still there? Get rid of them. Get rid of the strongest competition. And then they did it. And I was genuinely disturbed. Girl, I felt the same way because every season I'm like, you said you're going to send home the best, pull a Naomi Smalls, yeah. you know, that was the smartest thing to do. And then when it finally happened, like last week with Jimbo, I did feel like, oh, like a slight shank. And then mm-hmm. this week with Pangina, it felt like a full fucking stab. Yeah. I was like, oh, fuck. 
It would have been a better stab if Blue would have stood in her shit and actually done it with pride and dignity instead of like trembling and convulsing on stage like she was like having some kind of panic attack. It was just not. Yeah, it was it was not delivered in the way that I would have hoped, Uh, which only made the brutality of Pangina's sobbing journey back to the backstage only even more awkward. And let the music play. Oh, that was so edited and fake. That was so fake. Yeah. Bitch, I, I didn't... La Llorona turned the fuck out on that fucking runway so quick. Bitch, I so said, stupid. I'm just waiting to hear, I'm just waiting to hear, mis hijos. Like, what, bitch? I was like, damn, they're nasty. They're so nasty for doing her like that. I don't think the part when she said, let the music play that she was crying. I think that was fully imposed. I think that RuPaul would be like, Sakura. Yes, I think RuPaul would be like, get the bitch out of the studio, right? We need to finish the show. I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to go home. I don't think she'd continue, but it was crazy nonetheless. After Jimbo's, after Jim, after Jimbo's elimination, Pangina gets a chuckle from Jimbo's mirror message. Janie reveals she chose Juju B's lipstick. Meanwhile, Bago vows to avenge Jimbo by eliminating Pangina heels. Let's, t- let's talk all things workroom after the elimination let's start with our good buddy christian ochoa christian any big big thoughts on this post jimbo elimination yeah i mean i was shocked as fuck you know Mm -hmm. um i wasn't surprised that they sent jimbo home at least pangina could justify and be like well she really was the worst in the challenge well actually i don't know but i was i was I was thinking to myself, would you want to avenge your friend's uh, elimination? Fuck yeah, I would. Honestly, mm-hmm. I was like, bitch, it's on Game of Thrones. Let's do it. Like, I'm all about the alliances. I'm all about strategizing and competition. Uh, Robert has been on my team in a competitive environment before. And we get into it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but we got slaughtered in every other competition other than the ones that I won. But anyways, continue, continue. Uh oh, bitch! No, we didn't. I got second place in my category. That's getting slaughtered, and I lost by one. No, we were winning. We were ahead until the very end. Then we all got injured, and then what are you guys talking about? Tell them, Robert. Tell them uh, just <laughs> about the faggotry and how real it Martin is. Martin right now is jumping out a window right now. <laughs> just some bullshit. Just some bullshit. We had like thirty, forty fags get together, and we played field day like we're a bunch of kids in elementary school, and we organized into teams and gave each other concussions playing Foursquare and bullshit. And uh, Christian was on my team, telling, basically screaming the hell out of everyone. Uh, I think we won, or what we did win was my push-up <clears throat> competition. But apart from that, Christian's annoyance rubbed everyone else sort of into uh, disadvantage territory. But we did fine. It doesn't oh, matter. So no I'm one gives a shit. We lost. I'm the reason why we lost is what I'm hearing. Robert, yeah. be honest. Are there any of your friends that are like, Robert, I love you. I, I can't. Christian is too much. Be honest. We're in a safe space. There's a wide spectrum of my friends who are too much and too little. And Christian is on the side of too much, but he's not the worst. Oh, so there really? are other people who are claiming that title. Girl, we have fully had. I have fully met one of Robert's besties. Full, full fucking confrontational argument. Like, <gasps> it just kept escalating and bubbling for like a whole hour. Like, Bad Girls hour. Club? Like, girl, Bad Girls Club. Over Taco Bell. 
Over Taco Bell. No, it wasn't over Taco Bell. I just remember her being like, and by her, I mean she, and by she, I mean Alejandro. Hi, baby girl, because I love you now. But when we first met, it was not pretty. And all the gays, this is what, this is what was really funny. Robert, drunk as fuck, living for it. All his friends living for the mess, the drama. I was the most sober person. I came after work. I come in with my little Taco Bell fucking crunch wrap box okay and i'm like these hoes are pre-gaming they're already wasted and alejandro starts coming at me just insulting me and i'm like letting it go because i'm like whatever and he's like well i just think you're really insecure and i said sweetheart you think i'm insecure do you think i'm insecure around you because i'm fully eating a fucking crunch wrap and a taco bell meal in front of you if i was insecure i wouldn't be fucking eating the worst of the worst fucking food to put in my body in front of somebody like you and i was like give me something to be intimidated by and he was just like, I was like, because if anything, you're giving Miss Insecure because you're the one barking up my tree. And then everybody sided with me. And then the next day, we were best friends. Is this true, Robert? And Robert remember, laughed. I don't remember. I laughed the whole fucking time, but I don't remember anyone taking sides. I think we just cracked more beers and shots. I felt like people did side with me because Liam was like, <laughs> yeah, you're right, Christian. Yep. He was coming at you. Like, <laughs> you're minding your own fucking business. I feel every Christian, I think Christian, I feel like Christian thinks everywhere he goes, people are just applauding. I just want you to know. But what are you talking about? I think personally, okay, if we're being on this subject, I am so in my head and in my own world that I'm really not paying attention to what the fuck's going on around me. So I don't realize when I'm being noticed and I don't realize when I'm being ignored. Robert, Taco Bell or Del Taco? Uh, Taco Bell. Del <gasps> Taco is just not the thing. I don't, I don't like the, the cheese is even more plasticky than Taco Bell's. The Tea. meat, even more like mystery lunch meat special. I don't believe in it. I don't understand it. And Del Taco's sauce is shit. Well, that's going to do it for this week's episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. <laughs> special. Guy, lay out your defenses of Del Taco. I'd love to hear. A, some of the best French fries in, for fast food. I agree. For fast food. A, mm -hmm. B, Underrated burger. C. Okay. <laughs> Martin, who called in, he prefers Del Taco. D. Um, I just think their average shitty taco is just better than your average shitty taco at Taco Bell. And oh, E. Not E is the most important. E is okay. the most important. Their tacos. They serve Coke products. I cannot stand Pepsi products or any kind of Pepsi. And Taco oh, Bell. Oh, I've never noticed that. Yeah, uh, well, Taco Bell's owned by Pepsi, so. They only serve Pepsi, and I will. I'm not, not gonna it. lie, I don't normally drink soda, but if I am gonna have a soda, it's gonna be the fucking Mountain Dew Baja Blast from Taco Bell. The girls know. I would say that your top two defenses of Del Taco were fries and a burger, which you can get at any old joint and not a taco place. So it's almost irrelevant to the taco war. No, no. But did I ever say, oh, this is purely based on of the taco? Well, it's if it's Taco Bell v. Del Taco, like, Taco needs to be front and center. I'm going to tell you something, too. They lost a big customer when they got rid of this double-decker taco. Now you're sounding like Delta work. Yeah, yeah. this is giving Delta work. This is, Delta, this is Delta, Del Taco work. Okay, can, <laughs> can we be real? Okay, honestly, my favorite, like... I love listening to Very That. Like, Same. I love it. I know Robert loves it. Listen to I what? I feel... Very that Delta. Oh, okay. and yeah. mm -hmm. I feel like that's who we are. 
Oh, okay. I think like, you're taking it a bit far no, there. No, but they Robert, definitely feel like cousins. Christian does this all the time. There's always some sort of shade towards me. So he was going towards I look like Delta, right? And that he looks like Raja. There's always going to be a thing where, look, he's like, yeah, where Raja's the fashion one, that's me. And Delta's the big, fat, sloppy pig, and that's you. I don't think Delta's sloppy or a pig. In this scenario, I'm actually Delta Joe. You weren't even in the very that combo. True. Sadly. That's good. Yeah, because he's now so Robert. You know. This is where but Christian I agree says, with I agree with you in general, though. Christian, this is where Christian says, "Yeah, because if Joe was on, be called very fat." And I'm like, "Ugh, <sighs> see, there's always going to be an insult to me." Anyway, Robert, oh did you have God. any thoughts on uh, the the post elimination? Uh, Robert, not ones. I thought it was just kind of silly that. They aren't saying outright that Jujubee should go home. Like, is everyone yeah. saying it in the confessional booth and it's just not making the cut? Because mm-hmm. everyone knows that that's the real tea right now. But Jujubee just gets to kind of curl up on the couch and pretend that she's surprised that everyone else is saying, like, I picked your lipstick. By the okay, way, if, oh, go ahead. if I was on Drag Race with both of you. Okay. And if comes. I was eliminated by a bitch and I was doing like really well and I was eliminated like Jimbo or like Pangina, would you guys avenge my, and you guys got top two on Snatch Game. Yeah. Would you guys avenge my elimination? Here's the deal. I'll be honest with you. I would pull a Todrick Hall on this celebrity big brother. <laughs> what does that the, mean? So when Rob, so when the other person came to me, they'd be like, I just want to say, I'm, I'm choosing Christian's lipstick. I would just immediately tell them. I chose Christian. That's smart. <laughs> Chris, I love Christian's universe because in his head he really went, he's telling them that, but he really wouldn't choose my lipstick. Bitch, are you actually <laughs> going to choose my lipstick? I'd love to see Christian shaking on stage like Blue Hydrangea, just yeah. no, being eliminated instead. Hell no. If one of you guys pulled my lipstick and I yeah. was in the bottom with three other cunts and, one of you, and both of you had my lipstick in your fucking titty, ooh, bitch. I would have the most dramatic exit of fucking history. Like, I yeah. really fucking would. You would be like Coco. All sorts of- I'd she- call bitches out. I would call every fucking bitch out. Yeah, because she every was... Uh, out on she, yeah, she would 100% be... I'm not joking, bitch! Yeah. And then she'd be like... I'm not holding shit back. Oh, at all. <laughs> oh, I love that. I love the meme of her seeing the math. Like she's uh, synesthetic or something. Have you seen those memes? They're old. Yeah. All Stars 2 feels like an era ago. God, it does. But what an era. All right. Next day, the girls enter the workroom and celebrate Pangina's second Rue Peter badge. Next, RuPaul enters the workroom and announces this week's maxi challenge. It's the Snatch Game. Family edition. In a blend of family feud and match game. By the way, everyone at home, I'm getting over something. Christian's bullshit. The Queens will play in families <laughs> led by Michelle Visage and UK celebrity Katie Price. As the winner of last week's episode, Pangina won the chance to choose the teams. And then we go into the table visits. Rue visits the workroom to consult on the girls' snatch game characters. Pangina chooses Mariah Carey and hopes to make her funny. Rue steers Janie Jacquet away from the tan mom and towards her backup, James Charles. And Jujubee will be the third queen to take on Cher. Rue shades Moe's Gordon Ramsay accent and script fell out of my hand. Recommends she consider Billy Porter. Blue gets emotional feeling she hasn't impressed the judges, and Baga gets a laugh as Kathy Bates. Robert Mata, let me call on you because you won't talk otherwise. 
<laughs> what are your thoughts on all things uh, announcements? Selections. And- mm-hmm. um, I thought that Mo should have had a better sense of what she was going to do other than doing a bad British accent on a British show mm-hmm. with the whole Gordon Ramsay thing. And I was impressed that she was able to pull out Billy Porter, even though her Billy Porter wasn't the best in the end, mm-hmm. but at least she took the little chicken nuggets as she called them. Yeah. Uh, that RuPaul was dropping and decided to flip right on the switch and do it. Bitch, that wasn't a chicken nugget. That was a chicken strip. It was he the whole damn chicken. Girl, get some fucking fabric and make a fucking outfit in 20 minutes before the runway like you know you can and yeah. make it work. Yeah, no. It, but, but So props to Mo for that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Which so ballsy. I, uh, go ahead, please, Christian girl. Wait, Christian, you're going to get a turn. No, Thank but you. like, I don't even want to talk about this when it's my turn. Wait! <laughs> Martin right a, now. Martin right now is, is having an aneurysm. <laughs> Are you done, what Robert? Not really, but Christian. No, no, no. I want Christian Robert to continue. On. No, I want Robert to continue. But all I wanted to interrupt and say is that, like, I think Billy Porter was a really smart nugget that Rue did give, and I think Mo would have done a fabulous Billy Porter. She definitely has it all in her, but um. I think she should have done more than just pose references because Billy Porter has a lot of material that you can work with. Name one joke. Say a joke. Yeah. I don't know that he thinks he invented wearing dresses on a red carpet. The way you stole that shit from me yesterday, I cannot believe. (laughs) Oh, did I steal that? (laughs) It doesn't matter. It's not even that defined. The way everybody stole the dresses uh, from Billy Porter? Yeah, we're stealing, stealing dresses. Just that the idea of mocking Billy Porter for thinking that he invented feminine mm-hmm. fashion in men, particularly gay men, mm-hmm. is just laughable. Um, but that's to say also that, you know, Harry Styles thinks that he's doing the same thing. So who gives a shit in the end? Like, the bitch has been wearing dresses forever. Um, Does Harry what Styles I was, do it for you, Robert? Not at all. Oh yeah. What about mm-hmm. you, Christian? Not not at all. I I love the clothes he wears. Mm-hmm. I would totally wear them, and I'm sure he's a really sweet guy. But I don't see it. All right. Very good. Why don't we do this? Why don't we take a break and when we come back? We are going to continue. Let Robert finish his thought. No, let him take the break. No, no. Finish your thought, Robert. Well, my only leftover thought was that blue hydrangea. <laughs> All righty, uh, Robert, do you have any other thoughts? I feel like I'm, it's a, it's an automated system. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> No, um, I guess we'll forgive the mechanical gods for that one. But my only thought was that Blue Hydrangea doing that whole like sobby cry thing to RuPaul saying, I can't believe I'm not getting praised by the judges. Yeah, so weird. I just find it so weird when in any reality or competition show, you like reveal that vulnerability and basically admit that like, I'm upset that you're not you know, vibing with me. Like, that would make me as a judge not vibe with you even further. Mm-hmm. But obviously it worked for Blue. She got her little sob story, turnaround storyline this season yeah. episode. So good for her. All right. Christian, any other final thoughts on everything table visits? Same. Blue Hydrangea. I was like, girl, 
get it together. Show yeah. some professionalism. Yeah. It's a fucking competition, girl. Like, like for a queen that says on the same episode that she's worried about things and how she comes across and what she says, and she's very sensitive about it because of her social media following. Oh, my big social media following really makes me sensitive to what I do. Girl, you're a fucking drag queen. It's not that fucking deep. Also, like, you sound like a whiny little bitch when you're complaining. You know, I just haven't been being praised. Bitch, you're just not their cup of fucking tea. Like, you're not all that. No offense. She's like cute she's a great look queen but she's really not doing it for me and no one ever thought you were going to be capable of winning sweetheart she needs she needs more time in the oven for sure well now she has a badge so she might win she's the only she's the only bitch with the badge left isn't she is she every other day this christian calls me to tell me how I need to get start doing social media more, and how I'm leaving, I'm leaving, I'm like leaving money on the table by not. Do can you imagine me on TikTok? Hell yeah! yeah. Everyone's on TikTok except for me. But yeah, but Christian was like, "You should call it El, El Gordo Fagamisto." <laughs> Who the fuck said that? I well, said there's a yes, market for that. Yes, there is, and. Wait, Joe, are you referencing what I think you're referencing? <laughs> that laugh and that fucking silent giggle tells me yes. Well, no, you guys, I think it would be a great idea for Joe to record us recording the fucking pod and just include little trailer snippets. It's time to play the Snatch Game Family Edition. Tonight's families are the Price Family with Bag of Chips as Kathy Bates for Misery, Pangina Heels as Mariah Carey, and Juju B as Cher. For the Visage Family, it's Janie Jacquet as James Charles, Blue Hydrangea as Mike Myers and Austin Powers, and Mo Hart, Mo Hart Christian as Billy Porter. Here's what we'll do. Why don't we do this? Why don't we go down the line and we'll give what we our thoughts are on each person as each character. Let's ta- let's start here with Bag of Chips as Kathy Bates from Misery. And we'll start with you, Christian. I commend her for the styling choices. And, like, I actually... Because <laughs> she was wearing some type of makeup. Like, she looked a hot mess. She just wore and- blush. It Wait, Martin, Martin, I want you to know that Robert was full on laughing, covered his mouth and turned away from the microphone. True story. Go ahead, Christian. Go ahead. Yeah, I don't know. I thought I thought her characterization of Kathy Bates was really fun and it was mm-hmm. original. Um, no, it and, wasn't. Well, the whole RuPaul thing with the book. That was fun. And like, you know what she was wearing? I don't know. Um, I thought it was fine. I definitely didn't get Kathy Bates from it, but um I thought, obviously, compared to everybody else, she did do the best. But I didn't think she was that great, to be honest. I thought she was fine. RM? Uh, I enjoyed it. I thought, though, that we could no longer... we. I thought the queens could no longer do uh, characters from movies or films or television. Copy and they in. had to do... Yeah, like anything that's whatever. You know, this is a Stephen King character, and I doubt Stephen King signed off on it. So what? what's the tea? Uh, but regardless, I thought it was a fun enjoyable snatch game and she deservedly won well that's why baga played um kathy bates and that's for sure blue played mike myers but i guess even that is no longer necessarily okay 
Really? Based on based on recent seasons, they've been like moving away from this idea of using someone's the actor's name as a proxy to make sure that no one sues. Well, look, and Blue and Bag are a good example, and we'll get to Blue in a second. I'll tell you this. Baga's character doesn't survive a rewatch. So the first time I watched it, I was like, this is very clever. And then I watch it again. Can I watch all these things and take notes? And it wasn't once the, the gag of it all was over. I was like, this isn't that funny. Like she could have done more with it. It was always like, uh, staring at RuPaul and, and saying the same kind of jokes. And it actually kind of goes off the rails in a bad way. Because she's trying to incorporate actual misery things, it's not working, and it's it. It was funny at first, pulling out Guru, blah 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 blah. But then it just, it just, this was not a very strong snatch game at all. Like, I agree. What do you think, Robert? Makes a great snatch game? I have my thoughts, but what makes a great snatch game for you? <clears throat> Typically, something that's entirely unexpected from an actress or person who we never thought could be funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, my favorite snatch game ever is probably Alexis Mateo as Alicia Keys. Okay. Just a real stupid, pregnant, butch, lesbian Alicia Keys. Mm-hmm. What the hell is that? Yeah. But it was probably the funniest thing I've ever seen on that snatch game panel since. Yeah. Uh, so to me, that absurdity is really the where I'm laughing. Christian, what about you? For me, I still love Tatiana as Britney Spears. It was really fucking clever, very quick. The references were all there. She incorporated a lot of it. I also loved Thor G. Thor as Michael Jackson. That was really Mm -hmm. funny. Um, Definitely Cade as Paris Hilton, Gottmik doing Paris Hilton. I'm glad that they were able to redeem that because clearly Paris Hilton is such an obvious character to be able to make fun of. and yeah, those, those are some of my favorites that I can think of. Melania Trump by Aquaria. And I did like Margaret Thatcher by Baga. So what's the through line though? Yeah. Well, what makes them great is their commitment to the character choice. They really feel like they are trying to be in that person's mind, but still larger than life, make it original, make it funny and quick. I think I, maybe I didn't phrase the question correctly. What I was saying is the game in general, what makes it a good snatch game. So, like, for me, I feel you need to have people who do really great characters. But for me personally, I need to see hot messes. Like, I need to see a mix of – if everyone's doing well, I mean, that was funny. But, like, I need to so see – season four. Yes. Season four, some people doing great. And then Kenya Michaels farting on <laughs> Fifi as in her hand, missing herself. Yeah, and falling out of the chair. Ken, so like, do you want to smush smush? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With, with um, Jiggly Caliente saying she wants to smush smush. And then, and then Latrice getting mad like she does every time she does Snatch Game. Well, I think we, what's funny is Latrice should never come back because at first you feel sorry for her, but then you see on her All Star Snatch Game, that's just her out for not being good. Unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. But, um, but yeah, uh, yeah, and that, and you know, Latrice also is how I feel most of the time when I am doing a show with you guys. So, <laughs> the romper room fuckery, yeah, yeah who's yeah, Robert? Yeah, yeah. And who's so, so, level of unprofessionalism, far too much, the level of unprofessionalism, far too much. Yeah, who, who are we on that season? 
if it was season three, like, the good thing it wasn't season three because Robert Christian would be like, "Your Delta work," <laughs> and I'm sure. like, "Yeah." So let me see season four. Oh, so she's gonna call me Latrice. So let's get that out of the way. I'm Latrice. You're saying you're Latrice. You no, call I know. I'm saying you would say I'm Latrice. You said that you're the Latrice. Okay, sure, I'll take it. At some point, we need a counter to see how frequently Joe calls himself fat, saying Christian would say it, versus how <laughs> often Christian you. says it. I wish Sean were here recording this and we were in person, because then we'd have a fat counter of, like, how many times Joe references himself as self-deprecating reference by Joe, mm-hmm. and then blames it on me. So, for, what would you do for Snatch Game, Christian? Who would you do? I used to think Paris Hilton, just because I think my voice is hard for me to, like, fake some other bitch, to mm-hmm. be honest. Yeah. Right. But like now, after Kate did that, I can't fucking beat that. So now I have to really think about. Okay, who Christian, would I we get it. At? You know, got Mick. Robert, yes, go ahead. Keep calling him Cade, bitch. Um, I thought that I would do. I don't know if I would do her anymore, but like Tommy Loren, mm-hmm. she's the uh, yeah, we know the bottle blonde uh, conservative commentator who just yeah. talks bullshit all the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would do Candace Owens, but I'm not black, so. Yeah, I would say the best mm. thing, a political figure. I don't know. I'm seeing you right now, Robert. I think you'd be fine. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, why hasn't anyone done uh, Dominique Jackson as Electra Abundance? Or That's just Azalea right Banks. for the picking. Azalea Banks would be a good one. Because I think the okay, those are very simple questions to answer because it has to be someone that RuPaul knows who they are. Azalea yeah. Banks, she does, but I think they have kind of bad blood, Azalea Banks and RuPaul. That's another perfect. Why, yeah. Yeah. The call me mother, the big <laughs> yeah. beat, uh, catastrophe. Also, RuPaul seemed to not watch Pose, and I thought that meant that he had bad blood with Billy Porter as well. I don't know. But who knows? Who knows? Uh, all right. Next on the snatch game list, we have Pangina Heels as Mariah Carey. Robert, let's start with you. Your thoughts? Uh, neutral. I mean, she looked gorgeous for sure. Mm-hmm. Her hair looked perfect. Christian mm-hmm. says, I have a tendency to love human hair, and I'm pretty sure that was human. Uh, and it looked great on her. Uh, but if Pangina watched Canada season one, she would have known that Mariah Carey's not a good choice mm-hmm. because Kiki Wanakai Kai went home doing her. All right, that's season two. That was one. Well, the Discord's going to tell us. Christian, go ahead. Who, who, who um, thoughts on Pajana Heels? Yeah, I thought she had a good start and great characterization physically, but she lost a lot of steam. It would have been better if it was a train wreck, though. It's simply unmemorable. Yeah, she just faded in the back. Yeah, I thought, but I thought Pangina, to be honest with you, was passable. I think it was a regular snatch game. She would have been fine. It mm-hmm. wasn't horrible, but maybe that was sort of that. Maybe that was the sort of death knell. I, was, I agree with you. Yeah. All right, Juju B as Cher. Uh, Christian, I'll start with you. I kind of liked it. Oddly, like I didn't love it, and who dare do Cher for snatch game after Chad Michaels? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I thought Juju B, Juju B, Juju B looked really cute as Cher. I thought that was really fun hair on her and her makeup was cute. Um, but I wish she gave us more range with the character because she could have done more. Robert? A bold choice to do arguably like the most iconic gay uh, hero of a celebrity, if you would. And she did serviceable, just not. Uh, anything outstanding nothing like eartha kit um so that was unfortunate but she had a high bar to live up to so yet again jujubee was sort of her own worst enemy there 
I actually think it was a brilliant idea. She's doing sort of a postmodern version of people doing share. She even True. references, she says, uh, who booked this chicken shit gig? You know, and sort of gets kind of meta about it. But I think was ultimately screwed over by the new format where there's not as much interplay with RuPaul. And so I think it didn't give her to do something like that. You need to have that lengthy exchange with RuPaul that you get with Snatch Game that you didn't get with this new version. And I think mm-hmm. it didn't give the chance for that impression to breathe. Because there were some really, really good lines in there. That opening line with the she's licking her lips and she's I don't lick my lips and she keeps licking her yep. lips. And um <laughs> her full name was Share Cootery Board. And um she had some really good stuff in that. I remember her that. accent was fun too. Like yeah. her her impression of the voice was funny too. She was doing and it was it was very meta. She was doing an impression of a basic drag queen doing share on Snatch Game. And so that but that that didn't work in that format. All right, next we have um Oh, over here. The Visage family. We have Jenny J.K. as James Charles. Uh, Christian, your thoughts here. James Horrible. Charles himself. Horrible. Uh, fuck you, Robert. Um, I don't like James Charles in general. I've never understood his relevance. I don't think he really has much going for him. He's annoying as fuck. Um, his makeup is awful. His yeah. taste is awful. I've, I've genuinely never understood how poor people's tastes can be to find him entertaining and want to watch him for like that long on YouTube. I genuinely don't understand what he brings to the table at all. Um, so I thought it was a really bad character choice. I think whenever they do influencers and YouTubers, it's always a bad idea. Yeah, the Social whole point is well, yeah. I think it's a bad idea because ultimately the reason you choose an influencer is because you're a fan and they don't want to offend the influencer. Because you could do – it'd be a little inside baseball. You could do a great James Charles on Snatch Game, but you'd have to go in. Oh, I'd yeah. be a cunt. I would make – I would be – but because I don't really care for him. So I'd be mm-hmm. like, hi, sisters. Hi. Welcome to my obnoxious channel. I'm here to fucking annoy the fuck out of everybody. Hi. Like, well, you know, I wouldn't even know – what the fuck you could do to me? I don't know. Or what you could do. I don't know anyone's done anything like this before. He said, do your first round and say something really offensive. You know, like, and like have Mexicans pick all the strawberries. And then when they come back the next round, you do like a really hard, like, I just want to apologize. For what <laughs> I said there. You know, well, I'd be like, well, like I would talk about molesting children. Yes. If I was like dressed as James Charles. Uh, and I would talk about, you know, all of that. And then I'd be like, yeah, issuing an apology the next round for sure. That's really smart, actually, Joe. Yeah. Robert, your take on uh... James? Uh, yeah, no, I I totally agree that influencers are a terrible choice. And I would have thought that Janie Jacquet would have had a larger uh, pool of references than a meme like Tan Mom or a like the, Which, the young kids version of uh, Jeffree Star, who india farrah did to famous uh destruction she did horrible like why why do we get these makeup gurus i don't understand yeah because farrah did do... gg gorgeous yeah it was bunk yeah someone did um patrick star too didn't they mm-hmm. uh candy muse did your favorite yeah, my favorite let me tell you now i i haven't looked at the discord but I'm <laughs> here <sure>. we go <laughs> did someone say here we go i said it this fucking james charles 
I was working Dragon one year. What a piece of fucking shit. I don't like him. Right? I hope every horrible thing happens to him that happens to him. And by the way, I'm, I am all winning. I've been doing this Todrick Hall talking shit on him. Look at what a piece of shit he is. This, uh, the Soju horrible human being. Look what happened to her. Ellen. Someone remembered that I said that Kristen Stewart has a pooey personality. Who's next, Joe? This, well, I've talked about James Charles before. I was doing this drag con. They don't do it like this anymore, but it used to be a lot more Wild West, and then the publicist would help you get the drag queen, blah, 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 And they've been doing me a lot of favors, and they're like, listen, we have this beauty person named James Charles. Will you interview him? And I was like, I, and they're like, please, please, we'll get you Trixie. I'm like, okay, fine. So I see James Charles on the floor, and I go, hey, James, uh, I'm here with Sirius XM Radio, blah, 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 blah. And he's like, uh, no, 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 no. He's with his little friends. He's like, no, 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 sorry. I can't do the interview. I, I'm, I'm, I'm sick. You're sick. Right. <laughs> and I was like, whatever. Right. And then I see him running around and I was like, I didn't even want to interview this motherfucker. I didn't want to interview him. Right. And then he just sort of like was laughing at me in front of his stupid fuck, stupid friends. I didn't want to say faggot because. I don't like to use faggot in the actual term of insulting somebody. I think use it in a positive way about me and my friends. But I would have. I don't like this James Charles. I'm glad they did a horrible job on him. And he should go on Celebrity Big Brother so all things can be exposed. Thank you. I'm sure he will when his relevance wanes, much like Todrick. Ooh. I actually don't think I've met a single James Charles fan. Ever. I've met I think some that, I think, I think they're fan. all 13. Cause you know what I think it is? I think he plays the role of what a 13 year old girl thinks a gay guy is like and what she would want to be as they're like, you know, when, you know, here's the thing. Girls who are like 13 and sort of exploring their sexuality. That's why they like people like One Direction and Justin Bieber because they're non sexual beings to them, right? They don't realize mm-hmm. Justin Bieber wants to stick his fucking cock inside of you. They think Justin Bieber just wants to go to the mall with you and hold your hand and go to the movies and kiss in the, under the moonlight, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing that they see, kind of like the way Christian's female friends are. They see him as an accessory, as a gay accessory, as a purse, uh-huh. you know? And so they feel like, oh, this because James Charles is the gay guy that they would want to be friends with. <laughs> and that's what they think. They don't realize what a horrible monster he is. Baby girl, if I was an accessory to my female friends, I don't know what kind of mean fucking bag I would be because all I do is call them out on their shit. And that's why they keep me around. All right. Blue Hydrangea as Mike Myers and Austin Powers. Christian, your thoughts here. Smart to switch it up and do two characters uh, with Dr. Evil. Mm -hmm. And... It was fine. I think it was a safe snatch game, but I wasn't like, whoa. Like I said, the only reason why Bag and Blue were in the top two was because everybody else was very subpar. Mm-hmm. Robert? Oh, I'm sorry. The- I'm sorry. <laughs> I, Martin, Martin, I was waiting you know for the call out. Martin, you're right. I had Robert? I was going to. I was waiting out of... Uh, you know, kindness and yeah. politeness. But I, I should think pull, that... I should pull Martin going... This Robert Mata and just cool, pull it as a clip. Let me see. Maybe maybe it's the first thing here. Hold on. Hold on. Maybe it's the first thing here. This Roberto Mata. 
<laughs> when I call on you now, it's going to be how I do it now. I love Martha Yim. <laughs> it's so rare that someone actually like stands up straight and like talks some shit to me. Like it's it's truly like a a, a, a fleeting experience. I'm I'm thrilled about it actually. So thank you, Martin. But anyways, back to Blue Hydrangea. Uh, one, I'm not an Austin Powers fan, not my brand of humor. Um, so it already was not on the right foot to me. And two, we always expect Blue Hydrangea to, at this point, every time she's asked to do humor, she always does this sort of like excessively crass, uh, you know, sexualized character. And so doing Mike Myers as Austin Powers, it was just, really exactly the sort of thing that I would have expected. And therefore there was no element of surprise. Mm -hmm. Um, And Dr. Evil is just like tired. Like we're not in sixth grade bouncing back quotes to each other anymore. It's, I think that she should have done something a little bit more inspired. I thought it was horrible. Roberta Mata. Mata. (laughs) I find that funny. It's horrible. Like all she did was do uh the Austin. Yeah, side. baby. Yeah, like huh, baby. You know, and like I'm like, you're just doing the quotes. You're just doing yeah. the quotes. You know, like and just one pinky up. Like yeah, get it, girl. Because like all the things that that he that uh, Austin Powers would say are things that Austin Powers would say in real life. They didn't take it anywhere. They literally just did Austin Powers. You know. Yeah. And it was like, it needed to be like, you need to take it like super dirty, like super dirty, you know, and be like, you know, like, um, what do you think is the number one thing that British people um, would say is in their eye or something? What was the, the question or something like that? Uh, I think Katie Price answered spunk to what is in your eye or something like that. Mm-hmm. What do you want in your eye? I can't recall, actually. Yeah. And that wasn't even her team, but I'd be like... Um, I um, want I want Roger Moore to shoot a big load of cum in my eye, baby. Mm-hmm. You want to fuck? Yeah, baby. I don't say shag anymore. I'm just saying fuck. I mean, that would have been at least a little bit better. Like, yeah. kind of when Alaska surprised everyone by finally yes. letting her Mae West say fuck. Yeah. Instead of towing the line, but... Yeah, I mean, Blue's, like, what, 13 years old? So, like, I wouldn't expect her to take the characterization that far. What's funny in the Dr. Evil thing, too, she missed the joke. The joke in the original Austin Powers about Dr. Evil and the ransom or whatever he's demanding is that he's stuck in the wrong time and ridiculously low. And he's not going to destroy the world for $1 million, which, like, in the 1960s <laughs> was a big deal, but like now is a joke to how little that money there is. Shit, I can't even buy an apartment for $1 million. My roommate just did. Less, for less than that. Where? In Phoenix? Right by Renian Canyon, apparently. Hmm. I had a good joke, but I only can say it in the air. Um, But uh, I have a question I've been dying to ask Christian all day. You know, now that we saw this Snatch game and we see... Christian's giving me the eye, like, what's coming? <laughs> now that we've seen, you know, Blue Hydrangea as Austin Powers and, you know, um, Janie J.K. as uh, James Charles, what is your take on Putin's maneuvers into, the U- into Ukraine? 
Um, personally, I'd rather go to jail than get drafted. Dead ass. <laughs> I'm swayed. Why? What do you think? And also, let's be real. They're only doing, like, America's only being involved to try to get resources from Ukraine. Well, we gotta Fossil. get, we gotta get that stuff off Hunter Biden's laptop. You know what I'm saying? Ooh. All right. Next, finally, we have Mo Hart. Mo Hart as Billy Porter. This Roberto Mata. Your thoughts? I thought that the look was a touch overdone. It looked like Mo was being weighed down by the sheer number of accessories that she's thrown on her, but also Billy Porter does kind of sometimes too, so I guess that's probably right on character. Uh, But I don't really remember many specific jokes because they weren't all that sharp, which can't super fault her for because she you know, basically came up with it on the fly. Um, And the fact is that Billy Porter is not that funny unless you're completely taking the piss out of him. yeah, like the, 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 his character on Pose was like a black Christian boy who could not stop singing. Like it was a damn episode of Glee. Um, and was way too self important and snagged all the awards from all the trans people. So that where was, where was the commentary about virtually any of that? I guess maybe Mo, Mo would have found it too harsh considering she's also a black Christian boy, um, constantly running around and making everything about herself. So Ooh. it didn't really feel elevated. Christian, let me ask you this question. What was more offensive? What Robert just said or when you called Mo Monet? What Robert just said. What's offensive about it? I just wanted to say that. When I saw, when I first saw Mo, um, I almost, I almost fell for the trap. When I first saw Mo there, I was like, uh, she's doing Christian for Snatch Game? But then. I haven't seen Christian in a beret in like 24 hours. (laughs) Christian, your thoughts on Mo Hart as uh, Billy Porter? Um, I think for like a last minute character choice, I thought she pulled it off pretty Mm -hmm. well in terms of like the look. Um, But I don't think she had to try that hard. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And the voice is definitely there. It lends itself to the character. But yeah, like Robert said, there wasn't anything elevated from there and she didn't really go anywhere with it i wish she would have done more billy porter overall not just pray tell and pose all right christian while we have you here tell me who would who were the top two uh snatch game characters go i mean i do agree that it was baga and blue hydrangea all right but only because everybody else was very subpar this roberto mata (laughs) What are your thoughts? That, sh- that shit's gonna get me every time. Uh, bag it in blue for the same reasons, uh, just because no one else uh, really stood out. Uh, they really shot themselves in the foot by not doing snatch game earlier in the season when they knew Jimbo was gonna still be there and would hopefully give us something uh, more substantial. Yeah, they should have done it when there was more cost. A hundred percent agree. Yeah. Very good. I also don't vibe with these alternative format snatch games. Like I think the snatch game of love is bunk and this family feud thing didn't hit either. Uh, just like, I realize it's a bit tired and there's probably been what, like 30 different snatch games at this point, but you know, if it's not that broken, you don't have to fix it. So. Wait. <laughs> 
Yeah, girl, I totally agree. I also don't really care for Snatch Game of Love. It's really annoying. Wait, Christian. <laughs> are you legitimately pooping right now? I, I saw Christian carrying the laptop. <laughs> yeah, why are you surprised? You're, and now you're seeing me taking this shit on my toilet. The level of unprofessionalism. <laughs> Strangely, Christian's not the first host to do this. Call um, me Willem. Yeah, Lori's done it too. All right, it's elimination day, and the girls get ready for the runway. The the queens discuss avoiding con- controversy online and backlash from fans. The girls agree that woke culture has limited their joke topics, but Mo feels it's fair that certain populations are off limits after being the butt of the joke for years. Baga thinks all is fair game when you're a man in a dress, but admits to not being very politically correct. Robert, let's start with you. Uh, your well, what a surprise! What are the, what are your thoughts here on uh, the elimination day? Um, it's well, the t- conversation was definitely like a firebrand topic, mm-hmm. and I was wondering if it was going to come up on the podcast. So whatever. I, yeah. My thoughts are that it's a bit lazy for supposed comedians and entertainers to always be upset that other people have opinions about the things that they say. And therefore they say like, Oh, now I can't make jokes on stage or, Oh, maybe my humor is too blue or, Oh, I, you know, it's, it's difficult when someone has an opinion, like no shit. Everyone's always going to have an opinion. Mm -hmm. Now you can just read them in, you know, on your phone rather than everyone else having to kind of keep them in their own private conversations at the bar. Yeah. So if you're going to stand up and make a joke that is, not considered you know socially conscious or responsible or what have you much like i said about blue hydrangea eliminating pangina just like stand up and own it i don't think it's that difficult to like be uh in charge of your own actions and consequences and so So you're bianca del rio's biggest fan no i think i personally don't love jokes about like to use her words like retards and like people with disabilities and like all other types of slurs like that is not the type of shit that makes me laugh. I think it's fucked, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean that I'm mad at her for making those jokes. Cause that kind of humor is for someone else. Mm-hmm. It's just not for me. I'm not going to be on her page being like, why the fuck would you do this and say this and act this way? Blah, 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 blah. Because it's really just not my like responsibility as a person to educate Bianca Del Rio on what is acceptable and funny. Mm-hmm. And I mean, she has several sold out tours. So obviously the humor jives with plenty of other people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's a bad bitch enough to know that when people come for her, she can just basically say, well, it is what it is. I don't need to run around being like, oh my God, the kids are too sensitive these days because that just makes me feel like the adults are too sensitive these days. Christian, you want to weigh in? Well, I definitely think it's more of a challenge to make jokes that aren't about people's like, like the things that people can't help about themselves. You know what I'm saying? Like, like clean Immutable humor. characteristics. Right. Like clean humor to me, it's very impressive when you can make me laugh with very clean humor. Um, humor that doesn't involve insulting people also you know what i'm saying um so i think that's just a harder it's more of a challenge to do and i think that's why people complain about it all the time especially drag queens because they're not necessarily trained comedians right they're not necessarily all skilled comedians they can all be funny 
But to me, they've always been more of like a clown jester, not so much a comedian, unless mm-hmm. they like actually try to take stand up comedy as like a serious career. You know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, that's what I think. I find it weird in both directions that people are now sort of hoisting all of this like virtue onto drag queens. Like they're supposed to be role models and like the paragon of all that's good about the queer community. Like both the kids who are treating them that way and drag queens who are so up their own asses that they really think they are like, they're like micro celebrities on a small niche scale. And while they do have a certain amount of sway over all the teenagers who haven't had exposure to the world at large, like it's really not that serious. Yeah. Like I said, I've, Literally, I've always seen drag queens as clowns, like actual clowns, but with better makeup and like a more f- stronger sense of fashion. Like I just see them as a fashion forward clown, but I've always seen them as that. And if they prove themselves to be really great writers, producers, um, artists, singers, whatever, uh, seamstresses, designers, then that's like a bonus, you know, if the artistry is there, um, but, or performer, p- performance artists. Um, but yeah, I've never really seen drag queens as more than a clown until they prove themselves to be more than that, you know? By the way, you can leave a voicemail like Martin did at speakpipe.com slash afterthought media. By the way, that's the same holds true for, uh, Bring it to the runway. If you hear something that Robert and Christian don't like, or you don't like what they say, or li- that you like what they say. If, if, if you want to comment, go to speakpipe.com slash afterthoughtmedia. If you want to email instead, send all your complaint emails to thebestoftoday at gmail.com. I don't want to look at Christian's showing us how he's going to wipe his butt right now. I'm putting the- well, how do you feel, Joe? How did you feel about the cancellation conversation? Especially you, know, you yeah. having your comedy background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny that you say that about, you know, I, I this is speaking of um, drag rate. I mean, um, the best of today at gmail.com. Uh, I think I've said this in the past before, but Robert hit the nail on the head about these niche micro celebrities that are drag queens because, and this is going to press some people. Um, Bianca and Robert, in terms of stand-up comedy, are only really mid-tier quality. Like, if they were actually to go compete with, like, real comedians, they would not do very well. I mean, I'm talking about, I mean, there are people who I know they have to beg for money for a drink who will make you fucking uh, cry with laughter. You're like, where you can't breathe because you're laughing so hard. And they're not even famous. So if you see a real comedian who is skilled at his or her craft, uh, like, for instance, I mean, she's famous anyway, but she's less famous than Bianca and uh, and Bob. And that's like Natasha Leggero. I saw her do stand-up once, and I was like, literally could not breathe. I was laughing so hard. She is so fucking funny. Her roast, I don't think anybody could beat her roast. Yeah. And uh, and even in what and, – and Bianca does a different kind of comedy, but, like, you know, Lisa Lampanelli would run circles around – uh, Bianca, I don't think the general audience. I mean, they're con- like Bob came out with that special, and I was like, "This is something I would see on a Monday at uh, you know the Mickey's open mic." Like it wasn't yeah. that great, you know. And uh, yeah, but going to the cancel culture part is, yeah, I I, I don't want to sound like a, a Joe Rogan apostle or something like that, but like it, 
but what you the point you made, Robert, is so funny is the same point RuPaul used to make in interviews, you know, two to three years ago. I think now she won't even broach the subject, which was drag was always about being subversive. And mm-hmm. so it was about taking our sacred um topics and not and and putting them up and laughing at them and and being you know for again i just said it but subversive you know it's being about counterculture and it's funny that rupaul has said this and has been the victim of saying that and also but she's the one that perpetrated making it mainstream it's because of her that drag is mainstream but you, you know uh so i think and i think what's funny is i think that it's funny that blue talked about it on this episode is blue did things that upset the apple cart here so to speak uh, she made choices that uh she's gonna have to pay for on social media but um in turn i mean but i also think though i also think mo has a point which is be funny you know, but for too long, our disabled brothers and sisters and P- POCs were the butt of the jokes. And when they got upset, then they would be like, oh, you're just too sensitive. But I mean, I'm even talking about like, I can insult people, but I really can't think of like a funny roast joke that you can give a white person. There's just I don't know. Maybe when the terms of the power structure, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what. I mean, there are things I say to my other POC friends, you know, about white people, that, but I wouldn't think it'd be a funny joke. White people have no culture, and their culture is hot dogs and baseball. <laughs> but that's not like a joke. That's, that's just not like a, a joke. It's not like white people be like this, you know. Well, their existence is the joke. Is kind of what I'm trying to get. No, at. no, no. You're right. I was thinking about this, but I don't know how do you make that into a joke. Yeah. Trial and error workshop. That's the joke. Well, I think what what the way around it was always to make fun of a white person being like, "Hey, I guess I'll try this," you know. But that gets tired too. It is. I mean, I feel like George Lopez has done every white person joke there is to do, and every white person impression. Same with Dave Chappelle. Like it's, they're all things that I think most people have said already. And mm-hmm. I mean, white people being the uh, most uh, sort of visible in the culture generally means that they're also lampooned equally as much. So it's just kind of old territory. Like white people jokes are also kind of tired. But how do you feel, Robert? Do you ever get shit from Christian or somebody that like you're dating a white guy? I'm dating a white guy. Um, Have you dated POCs in the past? Yeah. Yeah. I've been like all over uh, in terms of that, but I'm just used to it. I mean, like I was definitely the type of, kid in middle school to get called too white you know like mm-hmm. the coconut the oreo type of idea like that's not anything foreign to me and it's i mean Wait, what am i gonna do about Joe, it at this point yeah robert is dating a white man of color if you don't know Oh, wait, what do you mean a white man of color? <laughs> what does that mean? Uh, one grandparents from Peru, one grandparents from Ecuador, one grandparents from Chile, and one grandparent is uh, traditionally Caucasian. So what, what does like, he, we, how does he present? Uh, a suburban white. Okay. Because that was the thing too. Whenever I used to go on these, these talks, you know, these rants about this, inevitably someone would email the best of today at gmail.com and they'd be like, Trixie's Native American, and I was like, okay. Yeah, she doesn't really do that, though. Yeah, but she doesn't present... I mean, it depends on how you present... She presents and lives as a white person. Are you, Joe, and myself, Christian, considered white men of color? 
I mean, Christian, you could pass if if that's the line that we're talking about. I think Joe n- no. probably couldn't pass. He has no. curly hair. Yeah, no, 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 no. Let me tell you this. I've, but this is the part I really don't understand. I look like I was hit in the face with a cactus. Okay, fuck. I don't. I don't deny that. But I'll walk, but I'll walk into a Mexican grocery store, not say a fucking word, and they'll be like talking in Spanish to the person in front of them, Spanish, 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 and then like, yes, can I help you? I'm like, how do they know? Why don't they talk to me in Spanish? I haven't. They said do the anything. same shit to me. How do you think they I'll, know? I'll be like, oh, like quiero un burrito, no frijoles, and they'll be like, okay, that'll be eight ninety eight, and I'm like, yes. what Girl, the fuck? Let me tell you, as the son of Mexican oh, grocery God. store parents, mm-hmm. let me tell you one thing. What if I were to hear you speak Spanish like that, Robert? I'd be like, oh, the girl is struggling. Let me help her. Well, that's fair. That's fair. That's just what would what Martin say? Oh, <laughs> you know what he would say? He'd be like. This Roberto Mata. I want Martin to come on the air with you, Robert. Oh can, my can god. You, can you send me that shit as an MP3 so I can make it a text ringtone or some shit? Yeah. Oh yeah, I'll make your ringtone. Please invite Martin on the pod and I really want to introduce him to Jay Curves because <laughs> I swear to God, it's the male counterpart of yeah. Jay Curves. All right, Martin, if you're listening, hit me up at Jobatans at Afterthought.media. Okay. And we'll we'll get you on the air. Robert uh, and I are big fans. Yeah, we're all big fans. <laughs> I really am. <laughs> <laughs> all right. On the main stage, RuPaul names bag of chips and blue hydrangea the top queens of the week and reveals the other four queens are up for elimination. In the workroom, Janie owns she got the worst critique, but Blue tells Pangina she's fierce competition. Jujube feels she would not have been in the bottom two. And Baga assures Mo and Juju of their safe- safety. Back on the main stage, Baga and Blue face off in a lip sync battle for the world. The song Let It Go by by Alexandra Burke. In the end, Blue wins the lip sync and pulls out the lipstick belonging to Pangina, eliminating her, eliminating her from the race, leaving five queens in the competition. Ladies, I'm going to ask you about the final thoughts of the episode. People listening might notice we did not cover the looks, and that's because you and Robert, Christian and Robert, cover the looks on Bring It to the Runway, an afterthought media show that you can get wherever you uh, listen to podcasts. What are we going to hear? Because you guys have already recorded it. What are we going to hear on Bring It to the Runway, Christian? Honestly, it's a very spicy episode. Robert and I had to re-record it. We were 40 minutes in um, because, girl, we started talking about, what did you call me? An apotosaurus, bitch. You and know, Christian someone has smokes a lot of weed. What, what's the phobia I have? The, the reptiles, girl. Yeah, I'm scared of reptiles. Oh, we I am too. Into, like, yeah, girl, we get into, like, my irrational fear of dinosaurs and how I used Wait, to what? love them as a child. Girl, I'm scared of Jurassic Park. Well, that's a little crazy. But, but even beyond all that bullshit, Christian and I, this episode, had a lot of disagreements about how we felt about the looks. Pretty much every look, Robert, the only look we agreed was shit was Bagas. Other than that, we disagree. Per usual, Robert and I do not share the same opinion about anything, and I have no mm-hmm. idea how the fuck that makes us such great friends and hosts, but here we are. So go download and subscribe to Bring It to the Runway uh, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts, you're going to find Bring It to the Runways. All right, Bring It to the Runway. All right, ladies, any final thoughts on the episode? Let's start with you, Christian. Uh, any the lip sync, uh, everything that happened, you know, blah, 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 blah. Any thoughts? Um, the lip sync song was meh. You know, I think 
a lot of the lip sync songs on the UK stage are always really, you know, they're, they don't usually hit. Um, and yeah, wasn't really living for the lip sync. Like blue just looked really manic and worried the whole time. I thought she looked pretty, but then she didn't look confident to me. She looked scared. Mm-hmm. Uh, Baga, where she was giving more confidence and I thought she looked okay. Um, sloppy. I don't really like sloppy lip syncs. I don't like where they're, when their fucking wigs fall off, their shoes come off and they are like using very bad techniques where it looks like they're hurting themselves when they're trying to do a death drop or they're trying to hit the split and they don't actually hit the split correctly. Like you can clearly mm-hmm. see the gap from their crotch to the floor. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just like, girl, like, learn the words and feel confident. And if you're not a dancer, you're not a dancer. I don't believe that you have to be a strong dancer to win a lip sync. Um, And then Pangina leaving was just like la llorona as fuck. Very uncomfortable. I mean, the judges, you could tell they were like, fuck. Like, I don't know. I almost feel like they they all thought to themselves like, well, we don't have a show anymore. Like, kind of like, no offense, like UK versus the world just started so strong for me. I was so excited about it. Almost overrode how I felt about season 14. And then, you know, episode two came up and I was like, eh. And then episode three came up and then I'm like, mm, uh, eh. And then this episode, I'm like, okay, now I don't really have like a horse in the race. So I'm kind of like, whatever about it. Robert. Oh, sorry. Think- sorry. One more time. Yeah. We have to. This Roberto Mata. God, that makes me so happy. <laughs> that shit is hilarious. Um, it reminded me why I didn't really vibe with UK season one. And it's because the girls just weren't lip sync performant performers. Like, and that's mm. fine. You know, as they've said several times, British drag is not centered around the lip sync art as the american drag scene tends to be so uh i mean that showed on the stage once again that you know it was two uk season one girls going at it um but it was just as christian said kind of sloppy and i kind of hate that i had to be so negative about so many different things about the episode today but i'm just being honest it just it was still not quite up to the caliber as i would have expected as um international all-stars to perform at when was this filmed, Joe? Do you know, like, between which seasons? Um, I knew at the time. I don't remember anymore. Kind of look at spo- we used to have a spoiler show, so I knew then. But we don't have anymore. I've forgotten. Uh, I, I feel like a long time. Is ago. it just me? But does it not give like in between season one and season two of UK vibes? Like right after Canada, no, it was after it was- UK too. It was right before season, right after season three. So they filmed UK three, and then like the next week, I think they filmed this season. So which where explains the, fuck, the bad vibes? Where the fuck are the UK two girls? Like those were a better bunch of girls. Um, I don't know. I just felt like their their casting choices were really random. Mm-hmm. If the streets are to be believed. Astina was supposed to be on this season. She would have been cool. Mm-hmm. I would have liked to see more from her. Definitely. Same. She was one of my favorites of UK2, which is a high bar because virtually everyone on that season was a favorite. Taste would have been sick. Like, they should have really, let's be real. The UK dolls should have been 
like Tace, Bimini, and Baga. Or wait, Bimini won, huh? So it should have been no. Tace. Who the fuck won? Oh, Lawrence Cheney. I didn't really love that person, but whatever. Oh. Well, I didn't. I didn't think Lawrence Cheney was funny. Oh, I thought she was hella funny. I thought, I thought she Lawrence cried was- way too much, but I thought she was funny. I don't know. Maybe it was her really. You hear that, Martine? Out of drag looks. Oh God. Like some of these girls, I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. I can't really respect you as a, as a goddess. Like when Valentina's like, I'm woman, I'm a goddess. Da, 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 da. I'm like, bitch, you're scary as fuck with all of, without four hours of getting yourself done up. You are terrifying. You are what my nightmares are made out of. And like, I can't respect you for that. And no offense, you can't make these comments. You just can't afford to make the comments when you take a fucking makeup wipe and you look the way that you do. I'm sorry, you just can't. I think that um, to continue the sort of cancel culture thing, one thing I didn't say was, I don't really think cancel, who gets canceled? I, mean, people, I was, I was going to say that too. It's not real. No, the people who, who have been canceled, like Kevin Spacey, and, he's starting um, to be in films again. Yeah, Harvey Weinstein, but he's in jail. Say, is he's he... in jail. Oh, okay. Yeah. Louis I mean, C.K. was jacking off in front of other female comics, and he's still making specials and getting praise. So, like, cancel culture is just a boogeyman idea that everyone seemed to, like, buy into and latch onto. The real cancel culture was, like, the red scare of the 50s and 60s in the Hollywood communism idea and other shit related to, like, um, like post-9-11 patriotism. Like, those are like cancel cultures and unsurprisingly they're all conservative led. Um, so it, it's sort of like this reflexive cultural identity to portray cancel culture as this idea of like hyper liberal terminally online kids, just attacking everyone over everything over and over and over again. I'm done. I'm done. Literally. I'm like, what was the point of you going on that? Right. <laughs> That's not the song. You need to play the I'm proud to be an American, so at least I know I'm free song. Do you remember that shit on the radio? Roberto Mata. This I can't buy it. The Martin Club remix. We need that. Call up DJ Mitch Farina. This Roberto Mata. 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 That voice is soothing. Yeah, we need, we need to have him come on and do some ASMR. ASM, ASM, ASMR theme. That's what we're going to call it. ASMR theme. I want Martin to give us his thoughts on cancel culture. We need to get Martin on the air. Girl, cancel culture is just people on their fucking phones for too long on the apps, girl. I people, that. people living in the real world don't have time and aren't noticing shit. Like the way that some people are so informed about what's going on. I'm like, girl, inform yourself about shit that matters. Well, I'm you like, go live off of your fucking phone screen, girl. Like, how do you have time? How do people find time for this? I don't get it. Well, well, Christian almost got me canceled by a listener who was like, because of what you thought about Disneyland, he was going to cancel his subscription. Oh, my God. Why? First of all, 
let's ha- let's have this discussion because Wait, I know I can't have to go. Disneyland. No, I, I no, just it's I, I'm fine, but I can't have the fucking conversation about Disneyland again. We've no. had it like five times. No one wants to hear it. I just everyone feels question. the way they feel. Why? Why am I being? quote unquote cancel just because I have an unpopular opinion on Disneyland. Like I don't have to like Disney. But you don't need to be upset that other people have opinions. I'm not upset about it. I'm I'm not upset. I'm just like, why am I not allowed to have an opposing opinion? And why is my opinion so like, bitch, you're going to hell for like not liking Disney. Like, I'm sorry. It's just not my thing. Like I don't care for it. And I don't understand other people like it but i'm not yucking their their muck or whatever it's called you definitely yuck their yum girl yuck so, their yum i didn't even know the fucking say so chris so i told christian that we mentioned him on the air but we mentioned him twice once in the beginning once at the end about disneyland and i, I didn't tell him as you requested yeah. on air yeah which he clearly only listened to the first mention and didn't go all the way to the second mention what was the second mention where i gave my theory on why you were so upset at disney what was it again? I did hear it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. I did hear it. I, what was it again? But please remind me. Yeah, I'll remind you. All right. What's the theory? The, I think you got in trouble at Disneyland. Oh, that was funny for like being high or something. No, to be honest, the last time I went to Disneyland as an adult, I just remember like my friends convinced me to get a season pass because they always went to Disney like every month and these hosts don't even live in LA. So I was like, okay, I guess it's worth it, you know? So I go, I get my season pass and I'm like, why the fuck do people come here so much? It's not that great. It's just, there's literally, and like I said, you're paying a luxury entrance fee for a non-luxurious experience. I just don't understand. Anyway, the guy, the guy was very upset. And he, he said to me, he but said, what to did me, I say that was wrong? He just, did I just said it was ghetto. Yeah. Yeah. It's not nice. It's in, it's in Anaheim. Like it's I mean, not that nice. Anyway, I'm not going to broach the subject. You know, you feel the way you feel. Robert said it best, right? But he said to me, he goes, and I go, well, then don't listen to their show. And he goes, yeah, I'm, I'm going to quit Patreon because if this is the company you keep, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and I was so like, oh. extra. Like, girl, <laughs> like, relax. Like, call me a faggot. Call me something offensive. Like, get your, like, say I'm dumb for spending hella money on clothes and shit. Like, I don't know. Like, I should. Think- I I- yeah, go ahead. I just feel like I'd rather buy shoes than spend an entrance fee at Disneyland. I think but this per- I think this person has sent an, an email to the best of today at gmail.com. A mean email about you. And like Well, not not necessarily a mean email, just like let's have like actual dialogue because I just would like to understand why you're so upset that I just don't understand why people love Disney so much. I think it's so overhyped. I don't really love pop culture in general, so <laughs> Anyway, Christian Ochoa. What I was going to say is, and this is a, I, I haven't totally thought this out, so maybe I shouldn't be putting this out on a podcast. Maybe I'll go, maybe I'll broach it some other time. Blue can make whatever decision she wants. And I, uh, props to you, Mama, for, for eliminating the strongest competitor because this yeah. game was, especially with Jimbo gone, Pangina's to lose. Mm-hmm. However, and I felt this way in All Stars 3. I remember giving this speech, and I almost cried, too, when Trixie 
when when Shangela had to stand there and Trixie and who was Trixie V Kennedy? Uh, Kennedy. Kennedy. Yeah. But it was because the jury voted for Trixie and Kennedy. And it was that look that I think a lot of POCs have on their face where like fucking white people, you know, like Shangela, yeah. you, know, you could make the argument about who should have been there and whatnot, blah, 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 blah. But it was that same sort of feeling where people of color are constantly told no. And Janine Jacquet, this episode was even she agreed the worst. She so, said it. Yeah, and Janie Jacquet's won twice, and here you have a chance. I don't think anyone really sees her as a threat. But the fact that it was like, and it there, again, there are other people of color there. Juju's there, and um, Mo's there, but it's but this they're thing, Americans. They're Americans, and it's this thing, the people of Thailand, the, first of all, the Drag Race Thailand isn't even an, officially a wow show. It's something they franchised it and sold it off to somebody. So to see this queen from an Asian, from an actual Asian country who means so, like, it is one of these things where, like, to us as Americans, we're like, whatever, this fucking show in World of Wonder. But I think to a lot of Thai drag queens, this was super important. And to see the heartbreak that, that, that Pangina really felt because she let an entire nation of people who look up to her. That extreme pressure. Yeah. Ugh. Like I'm not saying, and I don't even. I think even Pagina, Pagina. I think Pangina would agree. Not necessarily win, but make it to the final. There were only two more episodes. There's only two more episodes left. You know, just show us everything you brought, right? Yeah, and to be taken away, and then to see like stupid Janie Jacquet sitting there. I don't know. It must be heartbreaking. I mean, look, she was a little extra, but um, I don't know. It was it was heartbreaking to see that, and. uh God bless Blue. It's, it's funny because Blue says she can't deal with the social media, but she made this choice, which I think was a very bold choice to make. And I agree well, with Christian, with Jimbo and Pangina gone. It's like, well, whoever wins is always going to have an asterisk by their name in my book. Because, yeah, and I like don't give a fuck. Just like Trixie winning All-Stars 3, like, yes. no, you're not a good lip syncer. You never won a lip sync. You won your fucking show because you went up against Kennedy, who didn't do that hot on the whole season even though i love jasmine wait kennedy davenport yeah jasmine kennedy <laughs> that davenport. was a joke bitch jasmine kennedy jasmine Ke- ketamine davenport um but yeah no, which i love kennedy davenport but it was definitely shangela's i was devastated i think it was ben's i mean but well, like clearly ben well yeah. ben and shangela yeah ben and shangela top two and honestly i was i was devastated especially all- when the fucking bitches had to come back and the only girl who voted for shangela was thorgy the only one who really had a reason not to vote for shangela but also let's not sleep on kennedy davenport who is like oh every- she's fabulous but, but she be- these black queen man is just like uh blair st Clair has more followers than jasmine but that's a whole other topic then, yeah um, we, we could keep going then jasmine masters or the kennedy davenport oh no both. Who did you just said Jasmine? I, oh, I mean, Blair St. Clair has more uh, um, followers in both Jasmine Masters and Kennedy Davenport, and I Why? wouldn't even be, su- I wouldn't even be surprised. Blair? I wouldn't be surprised if combined. Let's see. I'm going to look it up. Well, I think that Blair having all those followers fits precisely into Joe's earlier points about like Joe or uh, Blair being an accessory type of gay that you know people mm-hmm. can collect and just kind of aspire to have around them. Okay. Yeah. Very non-threatening. 
very mm-hmm. non-sexual, very uninteresting. The perfect sort of blank slate to project all of your, um, I don't know, social wants out of. But there is a problem with the white twinks. I think, and I don't think, and here's the deal. I have to say it's Latino twinks too with like Georgia's, I think has this too, where it's, um, there's this facet of the gay community who feels that twinks should be protected at all costs, you know? Drag race um, was much better when there weren't twinks on it. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, not me doing math. Back to your earlier point of like me being an accessory to these heterosexual Oh females, God. Yes. I don't think I'm an accessory to them as much as I do feel though that a lot mm-hmm. of these women have tried to be my friends because I am the most interesting thing about them mm-hmm. is their friendship or connection to me or their association with me is what is interesting about them or they try to overcompensate for their lackluster personalities or lack of personalities altogether. Mm -hmm. And because I have more than enough to give, Mm -hmm. I think that's why I have had some shitty friends in the past. But once you learn that, I feel like I did understand that at an early age. Mm -hmm. And once you create those boundaries with people, I'm, I don't think I have, I think all the friends I do have right now, for the most part, are pretty authentic. Okay, we're going to do a little bit of a game here. Uh, Blair St. Clair, I mean, you can easily look this up, but do you know how many followers she has? No. Okay. Probably 600K. Okay, Christian? Um, honestly, this is a hard guess for me, because I don't know why the fuck anybody would follow her, to be mm-hmm. honest. Mm-hmm. Let me, I don't know, just because you're saying she has a very, would you say she has a high count? Sure. Um, a, uh, close to a million. Okay. So let me start with Kennedy. Kennedy has 296,000 followers. More than I would think. Okay. Jasmine Masters has 368,000 followers. <laughs> That's I, it? I, feel I love she has her. way more. Added up together, that is 664,000 followers. Okay. Mm-hmm. Blair St. Clair is at 852,000 followers. So Make the white no twinks sense. just get so many. I mean, but Jasmine Kennedy did very, you know, top four in her season. You know, you could make an argument she should have been top three because it was the. Who are you talking about now? Oh, not Jasmine. Sorry. Kennedy Davenport. (laughs) Kennedy Davenport. Thank you. And Monet Exchange were in the. No. Kennedy Davenport (laughs) was in the top four of season seven. And you could have made an argument she should have been in the top three. All Stars three, she was in the top and deservedly so. She's always done very, very well in this competition, always as well in the comedy challenges. Does well in acting challenges. She's a great pageant. Great uh, pageant queen. A great television. I mean, so many great great, entertainer on stage as well. Great memes from her. All kinds of stuff, right? She has 296,000. Jasmine Masters is the fucking meme queen. You know, with the and I, oops, 368,000. Blair St. Clair, what the fuck has she done? Well, she's a young queen, so she's more politically politically savvy. She's more social media savvy, whereas yeah. old, especially older pageant queens that's tend to true. like take pictures on their Nokia and upload that shit that's like half a kilobyte of like image data and it's blurry and it's just not right. 
It's and over. People don't, people don't yeah. want to see that kind of shit with the MySpace glitter on the side and like a bad angle and like mm-hmm. not correct lighting. And I'm not even a social media bitch. And I know that. Where would know how to do all this? Yeah. Like the older queens are more Robert's vibe on his personal Instagram page, <laughs> like where it's like dark and dungeony energy for social <laughs> media, like just not seeing the light of day. It like honestly, your last photo looks like a picture that you took off of your phone of another phone. I'm like, fine with that. That's I gotta how tell you, is. Christian is a genius at like just really just cutting you in a way that is just like it sounds like he's giving you constructive advice or complimenting <laughs> you, but he's really just reading you for filth. I you love know, a good roast, honestly. Like I think I'm very hard to actually personally offend. My dad always wanted me to be a butcher in the family business. And when I was 13 years old, I went into the carniceria and Don Ramon was going to show me how to use the slicer to cut some fucking ham. And bitch, I almost threw up. And what does this have to do with anything? I'm good at cutting bitches. (laughs) Like Joe said. This Roberto Mata. <laughs> Martin, please come on the pod. Please send us a voicemail saying my name. Like, that, <laughs> no, please. no, this is my thing, bitch. You fucking hop your okay. ass on Instagram live and ask him yourself in some other time. Can some other faggot drag me on a voicemail <laughs> so that we can sample it? Because I see this is why Robert and I, though, like we live for people like I love being roasted. I love a good roast. I love a good spit roast. Have you ever Eiffel Towered someone? I never Who are you have. pointing at. I think both, both of, of you. Not me. Have you I've... been in an Eiffel Tower? Me? No, 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 no. no. Have you ever made an Eiffel Tower with someone, Robert? Well, I went to Paris in 2016, I think. You know what kind of trip. fucking Eiffel Tower I'm talking about. I don't. No idea. Okay, Robert, well, I think Robert Mata's more vanilla than you think he is, Christian. No, he's not. Oh, he's not? No, he's not. Christian, have you ever seen Robert's penis? No, I haven't. Robert, have you ever seen, Robert, have you seen Christian's penis? I haven't. I actually wasn't sure he had one. Oh, yeah. girl. Oh, my God. It has Barbie been. Bussy. <laughs> They don't call me Christian the Tut Taylor for nothing. <laughs> well, that's going to do it for, all, for this week's episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. Special thanks to Christian Ochoa and um, this Roberto Mata. <laughs> for sitting in this week, run and subscribe to their show. Bring it to the runway wherever you get your podcast. Finally, be sure to join us next weekend every week as we continue to discuss, dissect, and deconstruct each brand new episode of RuPaul's Drag Race UK versus the world. So for Christian Ochoa... This Roberto Mata. And myself, (laughs) sashay away until next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. Have something to say? Email us at dragracerecap at afterthought.media. You can also leave us a voicemail at speakpipe.com slash afterthoughtmedia. For more drag race and LGBTQ content, support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash afterthoughtmedia. This episode was produced by Luke Stamen and Zach Birch. Very special thanks to these expensive tier Patreon supporters. Agnesia Chopinska, April Pacheco, Astute Girl, Brad Coley, Coco San Pedro, 
Declan Prosser, Drew Brooks, E. Smith, Emma, Humble Pie, J. Thomas Plank, Jesse Harris, Lauren Eckert, Lionel Campbell, Lucy Carrasco, Luke Stamen, Nicholas Springham, Poppy Woods, Ricardo Herrera, Sarah Yu, Tom Bombs, Travis Newland, Troy Anderson, Zach Nelson, Corinna Williamson, Elizabeth Timmer, Nikki Baker, Robert NYC, David Olson, and Alexandra Sixt. Drag Race Recap is an Afterthought Media podcast.